0: Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Okay, we are live. Happy Tuesday morning, everyone. As you're tuning in, we're coming to you live on Facebook, on two profiles, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. So uh, we're, we're getting across the internet here today. So again, this is another live recording of the Managing Partners podcast. My name is Kevin Daisy. I'll be your host. I'm also the founder of Array Digital. We exist to help law firms fill their case pipeline, get in front of their ideal clients using websites, digital marketing, and search. So if you need that kind of help, please reach out to us. But today, we're all focused on our guest out of Baltimore, Maryland area, Marie Yves. Thanks so much for coming on to tell your story today.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me, Kevin.
0: Absolutely. So everyone and for tuning in as you're tuning in, ask any questions uh, that you may have. She's got a really cool story, which I already got to hear a little bit about <laughs> backstage. Any questions, attorneys that are, that are watching? I'm sure you can relate with her on a lot of different ways. So, uh, but if you have a question, please ask. Also, just so we get it out there, check out her website and learn more about her while you're watching. You can go to the website address, address down below. I'll also put that in the comments in just a second.
1: It's a really cool website. We actually just uh, redesigned it. So
0: excellent.
1: The, the the plant that I had as a placeholder is now gone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we missed that one. So, <laughs> well, uh, Marie, let's get right into it. Sure, um, sure. And again, you were kind of telling me backstage a little bit, but tell us your journey and, and you have an interesting one, about how you got on the path to become a, an attorney and how you kind of fell into the practice area that you're in.
1: Sure, sure. Well, I'm not going to give you the the cookie cutter version that, you know, (laughs) when I was a youngster, I always wanted to be an attorney, right? Because that's really not the case. You know, I graduated from high school, really great grades. And after high school, I kind of just took a very scenic route of, you know, what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. Um, I'm not going to bore you with all the crazy details and the crazy stories, (laughs) but it got to a point where I ended up, Working at a local law firm in, I believe, Hop Hog, um, New York, which is Long Island, right? Uh, Suffolk County, Long Island, Feldman, Kramer, and Monaco. And I was just like, wait a minute, I get to deal with all these types of people and I get to help all of these individuals. And at that time, because of my scenic route, I ended up at community college, which I had a really good time. You know, I did really, really well. And um, one day after, I think this is like my third year, I go to my mom and dad. I'm like, hey, I'm going to law school. And they both just looked at me and it was like crickets, <laughs> It was crickets. It was like, huh, another one. Okay, and when are you going to law school again? And, you know, what's the plan? And yada, yada, yada. And, you know, I told him, I said, well, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. Graduated from community college and went to a local private college, St. Francis College in Brooklyn, New York. So I go to St. Francis, do real well, graduated at the top of my class, National Honor Society and everything. And um, I went to my first year of law school was in Michigan and um, I loved it. I fell in love with it. Um, at first, I wanted to continue my studies with criminal law. And I read the cases and I said, wait a minute, this is, this is too heavy. I don't think I can do this. And then I had the bright idea to do family law. So I transferred to the University of Baltimore um, um, in Maryland, where I graduated from. Um, I actually graduated again um, this past, oh gosh, I don't remember. Even remember the month with my um, LLM and taxation. So I, I'm still graduating. So I'm still, still
0: learning, taking,
1: <laughs> still learning, still taking the scenic route. And I wanted to start doing family law. So in my second or third year of law school, I interned at the Baltimore County. Um, Department of Social Services, the law office there, and um, made some really great connections. Um, my managing attorney, Meg Ferguson, who um, I believe is an attorney for the Baltimore County Police now. But um, I started there and I was there for a few months, and I said, I, I don't know if family law is for me. You know, it was really, really heavy. The things that happen in family law are just not for the faint of heart. I think you have to be a very emphatic, very special type of attorney, you know, to practice this kind of law. I'm very patient too. I'm still working on that one. And so I, I just kind of just tried, you know, different things uh, until I found something that fit. And ultimately I went to work for another law firm in the state of Maryland, very reputable, great law firm. And I did that for a little bit. That was the states and trust. So I had the family law component, the estates and trust component, and I kind of decided to just blend it together. So I brand and consider myself a family attorney. So I'm not a family law attorney, and I'm not an estates and trust attorney. I am a family attorney. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually really focus on the three major areas that affect 100% of families, and that is family law, estates and trust law, and taxation law. So those are really my three areas. That's kind Next of one. a brief synopsis of of how I got here. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it's great. Um, you know, I think it's kind of cool, and some people are like, "Yeah, I was I was born, and then I was a lawyer." Um, oh gosh, no, but... no,
1: no, no! <laughs> there, I, I did a lot of insane. Huh? Why did I do that? There, there were a lot of moments like that. <laughs> but ultimately, you know, I think I've made my family proud. it was all worth
0: it. <laughs> yeah, congratulations on where you, where you are and, yeah. and running your own shop now and running your own show. So, uh, and you're in, uh, in the Baltimore area is where your <laughs> firm is located. And yes. w- where are you from originally?
1: So I was actually born in Port-au-Prince Haiti and I came here uh, when I was two years old. I came here with my mom it was just me and my mom she had me you know at 30 years old so she was already adult and I think when she came here she was earning like two dollars or three dollars and fifteen cents an hour. And it's just, it's amazing. You know, when you look back, we never had our lights cut off, never wanted for anything. And she just did everything that she needed to do to make sure that, that me and my sister, I have a a younger sister just, you know, get to where we need to be. So, um, we moved to Brooklyn and my mom is still there. My dad is still there. Everyone (laughs) is still there. I am by myself in the state of Maryland. (laughs)
0: Okay, Excellent. Well, um, excellent story. You guys coming over here and Yes. And her making it work and making it happen, so uh, you could be doing this. Yeah. So kudos to mom if you're watching.
1: Yes. Thanks. Mom. Um,
0: <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I'm I'm from Eastern Shore of Virginia, which is just wow. a few minutes from Maryland. So mm-hmm. uh, Baltimore is pretty close where I'm from. Mm-hmm. But okay, excellent. So, um, and so and for areas you serve, so what is kind of the reach that you you kind of have as far as uh, the cities around you? Is it just mainly Baltimore outside of Baltimore? What do you focus on? From yeah. A, a so- clientele?
1: Right. So when I first opened my law firm, of course, like every new business owner, you serve all clientele. Right. Uh, (laughs) And I would drive from here, you know, to the eastern shore to take cases. But ultimately, after a while, after a few years, we had to pare down because, as, as you know, as a business owner, you start to look at you know what you're putting out versus what you're what you're bringing in and so now for my family law cases i only focus on three counties which is howard county harford county and baltimore county um any other counties i have a small subset of attorneys that i trust and i know and i send those cases to them and other than that my estate planning cases excuse me my estates and trust cases i will take anywhere in the state of maryland And my um, tax cases, I also take anywhere in the state of Maryland. I am barred in the United States tax court and that's in, you know, DC. So um, there's just nothing I can do as far as travel goes.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, that's just how business works. Yes. Uh, When I started, it was build websites for anybody and, and do marketing Um, until you know took a long time before we niched into working only law firms
1: yeah and And that's kind of a scary thing to do it is it is and i heard that you know um when i first started and i thought oh no 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 but then the volume just got too much and ultimately i don't want to do a a good job for many i want to do a great job for a few
0: yeah that's a good way and the thing is you can't help everybody and, and be efficient um and again if you're if you're out of the office all the time or traveling mm-hmm. then yeah you, you can't be efficient with no and then you can't give those clients the time and you know due diligence that they need yep. so makes a ton of sense again anyone watching live please say hi mm-hmm. ask any questions how do you go about getting hi. clients you know i'm sure it started it was probably different than maybe now but now that you've kind of settled in uh to where you want to be um what are some of the things that you're doing that have been successful with marketing maybe or I know referrals and relationships are always number one, uh, but what if it's something you've done that has worked, and then we'll get to what hasn't.
1: Sure. Well, it's, it's funny that you say that because <laughs> most people who know me know me from my personal relationships with them. 95, I think when we ran the math, it was like 89.16 of 16% of my cases that come from previous clients. I, when I first started, I had a really cool meeting with a local attorney who's also a family law, but immigration attorney, her name is Sherry Hoydra, very amazing human. And she always told me when you do great work, the clients will come. So I have pretty much built my firm on that in that I focus on my clients. I have a motto in my firm and we have not wavered from it. It's people first, profit second period, whether it's the colleagues that I work alongside or whether it's my clients, people first. And so we have kind of just made it our thing to go above and beyond for our clients to ensure that they in fact are satisfied because they're spending their hard earned money on us. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's it's borrowed or whether it's it's saved, it doesn't matter. It's their hard earned money. Um so that's realistically what what we focused on is client satisfaction. And and that has just you know, been a huge return. In essence, I I probably spend $300 a month. I mean, excuse me, a year in advertising. We advertise in Gay Parent Magazine. I am a member and a huge proponent of the LGBTQIA community. And so I, you know, just to, just to support them, I advertise there and I do what's called like placement advertising. I've probably done it once or twice. So when you sit at a diner, your plate might, your plate might be on my face. (laughs) So, you know, something like that. But ultimately the third thing that I do is kind of a secret. It was shared with a fellow Georgia attorney. Her name is Regina Irene. She does strictly family law. Uh, I keep that one a secret (laughs) because it works really, really well and requires a minimal but other than that i i need to do a better job of going out i need to do a better job of being seen and here this, you are well this this right here is <laughs> is my scary thing that i said that i would never do but for 2021 i said you know what i'm gonna do it
0: hey there this is eric j olson the ceo of array law if you're ready to work with a world class digital marketing company reach out you can find us online at arraylaw.com or call us at any time seven five seven three 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 zero two one.
1: I'm gonna do something that scares the bejesus out of me, and this is what, right. This is it right here. So yeah.
0: Well, to that note, because we were talking before, as uh, you got something that you, you mentioned to me. I don't know if you want to say it on here or not, but sure. uh something that you were talking about starting and 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 kind of this year. It sounded like you're, you you want to like go all go all in and do things that you're not comfortable I with know. and and so you had an idea though which I thought was really cool.
1: I did. Um, so um my former business coach um Allison Williams um we were at odds because I never wanted to be seen, right? I am the type of person. I have lived my entire life in the background and I don't ever want anyone to know I exist. And I'm the one that like You know, silently makes jokes that are really funny, but wants no one to laugh. And I don't want no one to know I made the joke because I've just that's just have been my entire life. And um, it's hilarious because my sister is the complete opposite. Um, And so when when we did our coaching in our mastermind groups, um, she has a a systems retreat. um, Cool. And it's it's. it it will have you, you know, crying at the end because you're just like, oh my gosh, I thought I was doing okay. And then you realize there's so much more that can be done. Um, And so at the systems retreat, we were talking about, no, marketing, excuse me, at the marketing retreat, you know, she asked about, you know, what are your roadblocks? And so I said, my roadblock is I don't want to be seen. You know, I just want to (laughs) work in the background, like a little, you know, like a little mouse, like a little elf and be okay. And I will never forget it. She said, well, Nadine, she calls me by my middle name. She said, that's a marketing issue. And that's a self-esteem issue. I was like, oh. <laughs> mind blown, right? And so after that, I kind of just started unearthing different things that I would do to kind of get myself out there. This being one of them and starting my own podcast is another. Um, and I know you talked about you know, your class that you have podcasting. So I'm definitely gonna take you up on that. Yeah. Because I just I want to be able to showcase other attorneys and especially other brown women attorneys, because unfortunately, I believe we're about eight. The the brown community is about eight to nine percent. And I say brown to include all shades. Right. Um, And all backgrounds. Um, but we're about eight to nine percent of the legal community, which I, wow. I think is is pretty disastrous in in my opinion. So as a result, I wanted to start a podcast that highlights female entrepreneurs who happen to be attorneys, who happen to be brown, and who just have a very non-traditional, just happy life and just show who they are outside of, you know, being in a, in a, in a, suit, right. The, um, <laughs> the, the three piece cage, right. Um, <laughs> so, um, that I, I love it. Yeah. That's one of the things I want to do.
0: Yeah. So that, I love that. So you heard it here first. Um, I think <laughs> it's a great idea and I think, um, you know, it's a very, I think it'll be, uh, interesting and fun and, yes. um, it'll, it should bring a lot of attention and viewers, uh, the behind the scenes of, just like me, like I run a business, I have a family, I have tons of other problems and issues I got to deal with outside of just, you know, working with clients yeah. and, and, and employees. So, yeah. so I, I think that'd be really cool to showcase that and <clears throat> absolutely whatever I need to help you. Um, sure. and for anyone listening to, I, 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 say I give a masterclass on, on podcasting and I just did this for, we have like a regional chamber. I just did a live webinar. Um, which I think is recorded and I have all the mm-hmm. material for it, but I don't charge to do it. That's just something I put together. I was asked to do it. And so anyone listening that wants to do a podcast, please reach out. Let me know. I think more law firms should be doing podcasts. to mm-hmm. get clients. There's, there's uh, a few that I've spoken with that have been very successful, like a divorce podcast. And they mm-hmm. actually get local clients off their podcast where they've been listening and getting tips and, and stuff like that. Um, and it produces uh, clients for them and uh i just spoke with the attorney i believe it was yesterday that is looking to start their podcast so i offered them the same kind of assistance if they need help <clears throat> we have i think i have three podcasts really uh, one's a, a daily podcast um and then of course this podcast here so um you know we got good experience but at the same time this is pretty simple you know it's not overproduced you don't try to make everything perfect mm-hmm. uh we're live right now you, we can mess up or uh <laughs> someone can walk in my office or it's not a big deal. So I think, you know, everyone's always worried about the, the quality and the production and, and having everything perfect. And I think that's why most just don't start it. So I, my tip for you would be just put yourself out there to start doing it. Yeah. And then you'll start to tweak and figure things out that you like, don't like get feedback from your friends, colleagues. Yep. And then you'll, you'll kind of like when you started your law career, you'll, you'll end up yep. getting where you want to go and, yep. and figuring out what the right mix, what, you know, how often you do it, all that stuff. For this one, there's no schedule at all. It's, it's whenever she was available and I was available, boom, here we are. So,
1: and and I, I I like the, you know, efficacy of just of that, like it's efficient um, and ultimately it works. And like you said, just doing it. And that's something that, you know, in the past that I've struggled, struggled with. And I think a lot of people have struggled with, it's not working right now. So that means it's not going to work at all. And, and ultimately that's not true, you know, and as adults, we become more reserved and and more fearful versus, you know, when we were toddlers where we would just do anything, you know, there was no thinking about it. It was just do it. So I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I mean, I don't want to Benjamin Button all the way back. Right. But, you know, ultimately I just want to bring myself to those years where I'm like, you know, just dive right in, just do it.
0: You know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's hundred percent. you know, I, unfortunately I think as parents, we, you know, I do this too, is, Hey, don't do that. Oh, you're yeah. going to get hurt. You know, we eventually like as a kid, you're like, you're told just stay away from everything yeah. and just back up and you're going to get hurt. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> instead of just letting them.
1: Yeah. Don't do out. this, <laughs> don't do that, don't touch that, don't go here, don't go there. And I mean, I have a 14-year-old boy, right? So I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want him to make stupid decisions. Not. But ultimately I know that those stupid decisions will lead him to be a better young man. Um, because my goal is I don't want him living in my basement at 30. <laughs> I, just, I just do not. Yeah. I don't. You know, so I, he's a very respectful young man and he does what he needs to do. So I think I'm doing something something okay. I got four more years to make sure that, you know, he's doing what he needs to do.
0: Yeah, I think um, I love my kids, but even when they're like one or two, I'm like talking to my wife like, We got to make sure that they're out of (laughs) here.
1: Yes. We love them, but, you know, we want to make sure that they can handle their own and and be um, independent and not so fearful. And the same thing goes for us, you know, as business owners, we can't be fearful of failure. And I think that that's one of the biggest challenges that I've had um, in my marketing, you know, is that I'm fearful of, well, what's going to happen if I, you know, put $15,000 an ad in Google AdWords and it doesn't work or what's going to happen if I do this podcast and I can't speak proper English somehow you know <laughs> <laughs> there's always this like weird ideas that we may have about things that have not even come to fruition yet it's yeah. very limiting very limiting well
0: you know I think what I've learned as an entrepreneur for long, for quite a while is you try something you don't go too ridiculously crazy yeah. um you you measure And you, you know, you tweak, you measure, and then at some point you'll get to a a point where you're like, okay, this is not working. We need to stop this or, you know, or sometimes you just say, Hey, we haven't given enough time yet. So we need to continue to measure and improve and we're going to give it this certain amount of time and, and then we need to see some results. And that's how you should treat pretty much everything. I think, especially if you're like a marketing agency, our clients should treat us that way. Hey, we're going to try this out, but there's a, you know, at some point we got to show some results and, you know, it's, it's got to happen. So yeah. this just is what it is.
1: I agree.
0: So I love everything you had to share. I think the podcast is an awesome idea. I think what you're doing is great. Well, thank you. And uh, you know, I could probably talk to you all day. Um, I know about all this stuff, but we I do have to wrap up here in a second. I
1: know. I'm, is, I'm a talker. Don't let me go.
0: Oh no, <laughs> I might have to have a couple more episodes with. I'll take with it. You. <laughs> <laughs> now I love everything you're doing. I think, um, you know, you're, you're making a big change, I think, for like who you are naturally, Thank maybe you. more introvert to more extrovert. But
1: yes,
0: and, and it sounds like you're ready to go. So I, am. I think you'll see some huge results from whatever you do. Everyone check, you know, check out her website, reach out to her. What's another way people can connect with you? If they wanted to follow you, obviously, uh, attorneys watching um, yes. her new podcast. You're probably gonna to want to tune into that as well. Yes, so
1: I we will definitely be doing a blast on social media. We are on TikTok, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, of course. And you know, you'll see some coming posts, but definitely if if you want to reach out to us, any of those platforms, or ultimately, if you just want to go to our website, as indicated below, St. Evelaw.com, or you can reach out to the firm 443-707-8692. You know, just we're here. Our hours are 8 to 4.30 Monday through Thursday. And on Friday, we leave at 1. So, we try to have a little bit of a life outside of practicing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're not supposed to have a life. You're an attorney. No, no, that's true.
1: That's true. That's what the show's going to be all about. So. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me on, Kevin. I truly appreciate it.
0: No, absolutely. And uh, hang on a second when we get done to check out her episode. It'll be um, up on our website soon. We're going to have a a page just for her. Uh, So that'll be uh, as soon as my team gets some editing done and and builds out the page. You can check that out. And other podcasts, we've had over 100 managing partners this year on the podcast. So there's plenty of content and episodes for you to check out. Uh, You can go to raylaw.com forward slash podcast. And when it comes to marketing, your website, SEO, getting found in search, advertising, that's what we do. So if you need help with that, you can go to RayLaw.com, find out more about us, or just reach out to me personally. You can connect with me uh, through LinkedIn, mostly is where I'm at, Kevin Daisy. That's it. So without further ado, I guess we'll go. So have a great day. Have a great uh, morning, I guess, for the East Coast people here. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for joining me today. Bye, everyone. Bye.